found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Monday. This is the 8th day of May. And we start the day off with cloud cover and the possibility of showers and some thunderstorms. Yesterday got uh, pretty toasty, 81 degrees, and um, created some sweats, at least in my book. Matthew's made it back. Good morning to you, Matthew. Yes, good morning, Dale. Good to have you back. It's uh, it's great to be back. Yeah. Great to be back. No place better than here. That's right. <laughs> We've said that for many, many years. Many, many moons now. So here we are. Sorry, I was running behind. Oh, yeah. Well, I kept forgetting things. Well, it's hard to get back into the groove. Aye, aye, aye. Seems like it's been a year since we've done the program. A year, it seems. <laughs> we did it once last week? Yeah, I think Tuesday, so. Tuesday? Last Tuesday? Yeah. Hmm. Well, we start off with good news, at least in my book. Inflation, of course, has pushed more middle class and lower income customers to uh, buffets. Oh. One of my favorite things. One researcher says people are looking for value. Ah. And I certainly am. The buffet comeback started in March of 2022 as food prices began to climb. Also, more shoppers are visiting dollar stores, one of my favorites, and buying at cheaper fast food chains, including middle-income shoppers. That's me. Dollar General said last year that it has been attracting customers earning $100,000 a year, and that's me, in recent weeks. <laughs> yep, that's... <laughs> they're right on... Right well, I'm on, on the low end of that. They're, they're yeah, right, that's, you know... <laughs> they're, they're right on track. <laughs> Inflation has pushed up prices for groceries, and these shoppers have turned to Dollar General and others to try to save money. So, see, I just started the trend. Yeah, you've been uh, yeah, on that for yeah. a long time now. So. so, you know, nothing new in my book. But I, you know, I enjoy the buffet, especially a breakfast buffet. Sure. And I know they're pricier than they used to be. Yeah. If they've even come back at all. Well, that's why, you know, when you go, you know, you, you take a satchel with you, you know, yeah. or if you're a lady, you just take a bigger purse <laughs> and you just, um, you know, a little, little extra, just take a little extra home. Now, I, I go back many years ago. There was an individual I knew that would do that on a regular basis. And, you know, that's just not right, you know. But, you know, can I, can I tell you a story? Okay. <laughs> when the kids were little, okay. we, took them to, we took them to Disney World, which is a very expensive yeah. endeavor anyway. And uh, we ate at this one restaurant. There was a like uh, uh, several of the, of the restaurants in Disney are buffets, and um, this is well before the pandemic, well before any of that. So it was go up and get your own, yeah, you know. And um, when we went to this one buffet, we we kind of did it strategically. So we brought along <laughs> <laughs> insulated food bags, okay, and so like extra cold cuts, extra you know pieces of bread, extra this because we. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it was going into well, you, you know you got to do what you got to do and we did what we had. <laughs> i think we even threw a couple pieces of pizza from the buffet on there it was 
you got to be as economical as you can, especially on a family budget. Yeah. You know, you just got to. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the person I'm referring to is just a, a glutton. Okay. Ah. <laughs> and, and would spend hours. So it wasn't just like trying to be no. frugal. No, it was kind just, of cheat the system yeah. a little bit. It was, it was a constant there. Yeah. And many hours worth <laughs> abusing, <laughs> you know. Sir, you need to leave. You, you need to leave. <laughs> this uh, from this. I, okay, I, I have okay. I have um, I know I know <laughs> two guys that would go to a a well known wing establishment. Okay, when they had like ten cent wing night or whatever. Oh my, yeah, that's been and a while. They would get cut off because they they so many they would get cut off. <laughs> How can you eat that many? I don't know. I just <laughs> you know. Once upon a time, I could put away, but not not to be thrown out of an establishment. I couldn't eat that much, okay? I just couldn't. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> at some point, you're just losing money on these two. You know, it's just. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Ten cents. <laughs> Ten wings for a buck. I mean, that's. Yeah. That's the old days. That is the old days. <laughs> this from North Carolina. Where a guy fought off a black bear to save his pet dog. These uh, individuals usually go to bat for their animal. The guy usually takes his dog out at four in the morning. But last week, his six-year-old Yorkie, its name is Chuby, (laughs) had to go out a little earlier than normal. Hmm. He heard the bear growling as soon as they went outside and in a short amount of time, was face-to-face with this bear. Oh, no. He said the bear lunged for Chuby. Chuby. So the man responded by hitting the bear in the nose and leg with his walking stick. <laughs> After a few more seconds and hits to the head, the bear actually ran back into the woods. Wow. The man said bears and coyotes are usually near his property. But he's never seen one come after him or his dog before. Luckily, nobody but the bear was hurt in the incident. The bear probably not really hurt, just, you know, a little frightened by being struck by a walking stick. (laughs) Didn't expect the old man to fight back. (laughs) And it doesn't say how old he is. He may be a young fellow just likes using a walking stick. He's getting up at four in the morning with a walking stick to walk his dog. This is... (laughs) All signs point to older guy. Just saying. <laughs> it's, I just, you know, how big was the bear? That's right. one question. And did he hit it on the snoot? You know, because don't they say to hit him on the snoot? And that what it says? It hit him in the nose and leg. Yeah. Okay, the nose and the leg. Yeah. So anyway, a couple of more whacks to the head and the bear took off. <laughs> I just, I can't, and maybe someday Indiana will get back to having bears all over the place and, you know, because we've got coyotes. Right. And maybe someday they'll be roaming all over. Maybe it'll be, not be uncommon to see a, a bear cross the road instead of just deer. You know, I, you know, because they're in the north and I believe they're in the southern parts sometimes. Yeah. They're in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I would presume eventually they'll become more I wonder why they aren't more prevalent I don't know they actually talked about uh, what was it I was reading 
may have been last week, some animal, armadillos. <laughs> armadillos are moving to the Midwest. Armadillos? Yes. Why? Because of the climate change, evidently. Really? Wow. In Missouri now, Illinois. No. So again, they've got to be getting close to Indiana. Sooner or later. Well, they're heading this way. <laughs> we're going to end up with, you know. Bears, armadillos, and probably some of the giant pythons from Florida will make their way up here. I just, and then I won't really care where I live because right, it'll be the same everywhere. Everything will want to kill you, no matter where you go. So, That's what we need. We need a good scorpion infestation, too. Let's... While you're at it, <laughs> just uh, just uh, make it difficult to live anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's six thirty-five. We've got more tidbits coming up. This is tidbits. It's six thirty-eight on this Monday. Back. After a hiatus of several days with tidbits, I didn't watch the Kentucky Derby, but I believe the horse's name, is it Mage? Yeah. Won the uh, Derby at Churchill Downs. The 15 to 1 odds had only one victory in three previous races before finishing at 201.57. Two fills took second. And the 4-1 to favorite Angel of Empire finished third in front of 150,000 fans all dolled up in hats. <laughs> Mage will now have a chance to continue yeah. on for the exclusive triple, the elusive triple crown at the Preakness Stakes in Maryland May the 20th. The third leg at the Belmont Stakes in New York is June 10th. And they've had a number of horses dying down there. Yeah, Two what's more. going on? Two more died. One of them was actually a racehorse that uh, was involved Saturday. Chloe's Dream got hurt in the second race, taken off in an equine ambulance with a right knee injury, right front knee, and euthanized. Mm. Of course, you know, when horses hurt their leg, it's just sad. Yeah. But they've had a few die previous to that, and the guy in charge of those horses has been in big trouble now. Remember a few years ago, we had a number of horses dying out west at that racetrack? Yeah. I mean, there was a yeah. bunch. Yeah. It was just weird. By the way, if you had to guess, yeah. when was the last time a horse won oh my. the Triple Crown? Okay, was it in the decade of the 90s? Was it in the 90s? No, it was not. Okay. Was it after? Yes. Okay. 2004. No. Oh. When was it? 2018. Oh, no. That. That seemed like forever. Uh, Justify in 2018. Before that, it was American Pharaoh in 2015. Okay. Say, I do. But before that, it was affirmed in 1978, Seattle Slough in 77. Okay. Secretariat. Say, I remember those horses. In 73. Okay. But the, see, I'm not that well, you know. The first to do it was Sir Barton in 1919. <laughs> Sir Barton. Here's a uh, poor lady traveling from Philadelphia to Jacksonville. 
wound up in the Caribbean. <laughs> Do what? Yeah, she, she wound up in the Caribbean after airport staff mistakenly directed her to the wrong Frontier Airline flight. Oops. Beverly Ellis arrived at the Frontier Airlines gate where the uh, board read, Phil the Jacks. <laughs> She asked the gate agent if she had enough time to run to the restroom before boarding. Told she had about 20 minutes. When she returned a short while later, she found her flight had almost completely boarded and the jetway door was about to close. She went to uh, board the flight, but the gate agent gave her a hard time about the size of her carry-on. Made her place it in the baggage sizer. The gate agent then hurried her into the plane, so she made it. Yeah. Once the flight was airborne, a flight attendant told her that she would be able to relax once the flight landed in Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> the flight crew eventually told her that her flight to Jacksonville had a last-minute gate change, and she was now on her way to the Caribbean, roughly 900 miles from her assumed destination. Oops. However, she had not packed a passport because she was not expecting to leave the country. She was told you're entering a different country without a passport. That's bad. (laughs) Jamaican authorities allowed her to remain on the uh, jetway, which was, she was told, is technically considered U.S. soil. Hmm. So she was okay. Right. The flight crew stayed with her until a next flight to Philadelphia departed several hours later. The uh, folks involved guidelines say it's ultimately up to the airline to ensure passengers board the correct flight. Frontier Airlines issued a statement on the matter saying, we extend our (laughs) utmost apologies to Beverly for this unfortunate experience. We Mm. sincerely regret that she was able to board the wrong flight as a gesture (laughs) of our apology. Here we go. We've issued a $600. $600. Frontier Airlines flight voucher. Wow. Tied to the name of Beverly that's valid for one year. Dang. She also got her original ticket refund, but she told ABC7 that what she was really after was an apology. An apology. Now, what she should have done is stood up, fisticuffs, throwing things around, pulled hair. <laughs> That's the way you get something accomplished in today's world. Uh, Throwing your shoe at someone, you know. You got to do it the way everybody else is. (laughs) This uh, I've never seen a. I've never seen. I mean, a gate change that quickly. I I mean, mean, that's super quick. I mean, you know, she told twenty minutes. She probably didn't take that long, right? You would think. I'd be nervy. I want to get on there. You know, I don't yeah. want to monkey around. You know, I want to make sure that I'm on there and ready to roll. Man. And usually I'm one of the first few in line ready to roll. You know, I'm just. Yeah. I've taken care of business, hopefully. Sure. And. Uh, sure. I can't. No one looked at her, you know, her flight ticket or nothing. I mean. I don't know. <laughs> it's just. But really, you know, I don't know what she had planned when she landed. You know, if it was a business trip or what the case, but you know, if you're in no real hurry, yeah, I got this flight for nothing. Of course, I couldn't do anything in Jamaica, but 
And then you get a $600 voucher and you didn't pay for your flight. Right. But you're stuck on the airplane. (laughs) Like you're stuck, you know. It's U.S. soil. (laughs) Okay. I'm vacationing in Jamaica. I can put that on my resume. (laughs) So what's a jetway? What's that? I presume. I presume it's um, a connection from the flight to the gate, perhaps. Is that what it is? You know, I, I don't know if you have to stay in that little tunnel thing. You can't get out of there. I don't know. Yeah, it's the tunnel is thing. It? Yeah, so it's it the tunnel thing. So she had to stay in there. She had to stay in the tunnel thing <laughs> for several hours. What do you do in the tunnel thing? It would be hot in there. <laughs> it's Jamaica. You don't get to see anything. There's no air conditioning. You, there's no. You can't see nothing. No windows. Nothing. <laughs> Dang. So that's pretty inconvenient. That sucks. So I guess, um, you know, in the long run, is $600 worth it, okay? <laughs> Which, that's a one-way ticket somewhere. It's not even a round trip at this point. How do you come up with 600 If it were spirit, <laughs> you could fly around the world. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm glad Beverly's okay. We're going to Bora Bora, kids. <laughs> this from Texas, where a high school student... Sent six of his fellow students to the hospital after releasing a fart spray inside the building. (laughs) The school was evacuated after several students first noticed the smell. First responders with gas detection equipment couldn't find any leaks. So students were sent back inside. Next day, students were back in school, despite the odor. (laughs) <laughs> that that day, six students got headaches <laughs> so bad that they were sent to the hospital. The school was eventually shut down for the rest of the week because of that smell. Come on. Is it that bad? How bad can it be? Have you ever done, have smelled? Mm, I don't know. You know, I, I know that it's out there. Do you get that at Helen Gallagher's? Is that, is that where you get? Helen Gallagher's? Is that where you get fart spray? Helen Gallagher's? Isn't that still out there? Dale, that hasn't been around. <laughs> I completely forgot that even existed. <laughs> See, I can remember all the old names. <laughs> what <laughs> Helen Gallagher's? Didn't that used to be a uh, you know you could get gag gifts and so forth at Helen Gallagher's? Didn't that then turn into like a Spencer's? Was it called Spencer? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so I have a great memory for old Dang. stuff. Helen Gallagher. That was like the... I don't even know. <laughs> Helen Gallagher. I, I, I completely <laughs> forgot that place even existed. I've got fart spray from Helen Gallagher. <laughs> That's probably why it's so right. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Been in the can uh, for 35 years. Right. <laughs> Here's... It says the student finally admitted to releasing the gas a few days later, but the school didn't say if he's facing any discipline. (laughs) But why do you do that? I mean, why do you think that's funny? And so many people do. Because you're a kid. You don't know any better. (laughs) But I never would have thought about that. You know, it's... Hopefully, you know, Helen Gallagher and uh, Spencer's. Does Spencer's still exist? I, I think so. Okay. I don't. I won't remember somebody's name three minutes after I meet them. 
but I <laughs> but remember you that. But remember Helen Keller. <laughs> there was one in the, uh, the Mark Lamont Company. Yeah, yeah, right? I yeah. used to go there. Yeah. All the great gag gifts. <laughs> We're actually out of time. I, I can't get into this next one where a pest control worker was caught on camera urinating inside a family's living room. What? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Do you just not ask them where's the bathroom? You just go. Well, okay, they, it says they weren't home at the time of the incident. So why do that? That's just. I mean, maybe that kills fleas. Showed him urinating <laughs> on their couch and other belongings. What is happening? What do you have against this family? He to- oh, he proceeded <laughs> to torment the tenant's cat. Oh, oh no. no. He sat down his pesticide container because he was there to spray, right? Look around and walk towards the couch, at which time he begins to urinate on the couch. That's terrible. He continues to urinate on the carpet, other belongings, before looking up and spotting the camera. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Want to get away? (laughs) He told police that he messed up it was having a bad day. Now, don't look. Do you, did you see how old this guy was? No. You don't know? No. Guess. Just, just guess. You'd think he'd be a kid. Okay, so I'd say he's 21. 67. <laughs> 67 year old. I'm the same way. I read this. I'm like, this has to be like some 20. Hell. 67 year old. Roger Young. No middle name. So okay, he's. Go. <laughs> when you get your middle name, you've been bad. Uh, that's real really bad. bad. <laughs> What makes you decide you want to do that? I don't know, man. I was having a bad day. I've, I've had bad days, too. I didn't go do to my... you want to do that? <laughs> Never once occurred. I'm going to pee over this couch. Does that make you feel better? I just... Come on. I don't know. So there's a lot of weird stuff out there. <sighs> That's for certain. So there you go, Matt. Tidbits has returned, and oh, what a great day it's been. What a great day it's been. (laughs) To think you folks have missed out on this for several days. Yep. So we'll do it again tomorrow. All right. See you then. See you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.